The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman and we are back on the Blitz hour number 2 713-780 ESPN's your number 713-780-3776 or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page find the Blitz click like you're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Power, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975, also uh, at Tyler Drew Scott, at the producer Nick, and at the Josh Ennis Show, because he says, hey! well, we're all just having a good time out here at Wildcat Golf Club. And, uh, dude, food from Kobo's, he brought some burn-ins with some of his barbecue sauce. When is when is the uh, the the dinner meal served? Uh, not yet. Uh, it's got to be getting close. I would kind of hope we get in before yeah. that happens. I, I hope we've earned that. Kind of feel like, uh, kind of feel like the judge in a few good men. I know I've earned it. <laughs> this guy's leaving, Josh. You owe him, you owe him a whole sleeve of golf balls. You're gonna let him leave without? <laughs> Don't be an ass. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry that I hit. It. There was water involved in my shots. Oh, yeah. You should have hit it over the water. That's I tried. Let me tell you do. something. I put forth max effort into hitting into the water. Well, later on in the day, you hit one, and it didn't. It, it would have never hit the water. That's true, but I tried. All right, so uh, people are starting to wrap up, and we're we're at the bar. And, and guys, if you didn't uh, make it out for the tournament, you just want to come out and have a few drinks. You're welcome to do that. Nobody's going to stop you're you. You're allowed. Yeah, so we'll your allow it. Wear your mask inside. That's all we ask. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I was I was. Before we had Granado on, who uh, has still never heard of Malort. And <laughs> That's amazing to me. I had buddies of mine sending me tweets because uh, Aaron had tweeted about it and I retweeted it. And my friends are in Chicago because Jilly's from Chicago and one of my best friends does mornings in Chicago. And he goes, why do you guys have that in Houston? I go, well, we do a bit where we drink awful booze. Yeah. It's like, why? But it's known as a Chicago booze, Oh, God, right? yeah, it's a Chicago well, thing. Yeah. But John Granato, his dad owned a liquor store in Chicago, and he's but, never but heard of But here's the thing. Uh, my, my friend who would know this says it's definitely a Chicago thing, especially in the Pilsen area of Chicago. Where is that? Is that South Side? I don't know. It, I just, I, my I, wife is from the South Side of Chicago. And she and like her bad, parents, bad Leroy Brown. Yes, but her parents are protected by some weird like Hispanic gang. I think John's from like Wrigleyville. <laughs> I I could tell I could tell I was in John's neighborhood because there was those rainbow flags everywhere that John has on the back of his expedition. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John's You're the from south, the south side. Too. Okay, so okay, is my okay. wife. My wife is from the south side. I'm not trying to stir anything up. Yeah, and uh, he does. He does seem like a Wrigley guy, though. I don't know where Southside by Vito Pilsen. and Nicks. Pilsen is. I don't near know where the Italy. hell that is. Uh, he says Pilsen's near Little Italy. Little Italy, John. I don't know which part. Pilsen, John. Pilsen. Is, wait, John is Little Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Little Italy's in New York, dumbass. Uh, I was just passing on what Aaron what, said. That's what Granado said. Yeah, we were, Granado said I should have fired you. I guess I should have listened. That was uh, my bad. 
Wait Aaron, I'm talking about. Yeah, Aaron, I, I understand you were driving around giving everybody Malort shots. What the hell was up with that? Uh, well, I listen every morning while I'm doing show prep, and while Tyler and Lance and uh, Granado were sitting there talking this morning, Lance pointed out that we've done Malort shots, and Granado needed to try it. So on a whim, I'm proud I texted of Granado Tyler, for trying the Malort. And I yeah, said, well, uh, I said, Tyler, I think I'm going to leave a little bit early because I plan on going out there to hand out beers, but I'm going to stop by Specs and pick up a bottle of Malort. We're just going to ruin some people's day. And he said, "Do it." So I did. Did you uh, did Did you give any to Todd? No, we uh, Tyler and I kicked off the day with the Kobo's Q guys. We had uh, we each had a shot, and then we went and found some listeners. They're all mad and, at you too, uh, by the way. Yeah, that's fine. So, Everybody works. Well, at Kobo's least at, mad yeah. Well, at, at least at least he bought us real shots. Well, here's the thing. So and my, brought us food. So my, my wife's parents live in Brighton Park on the south. Hey, Granado. Brighton Park is where my wife's parents live. Brighton Park is where my parents live. Well, not that's my right. parents. My parents live in Baton Rouge. That's right Louisiana. by Little Italy. Yeah. Uh, Brighton <laughs> it's Park. According to Aaron. <laughs> According, According to Aaron on it. But my, wi- my wife's parents live in Brighton Park and live right next door to some Hispanic like mobsters that protect them from the rest of the mobsters. Hispan- they're, they're Hispanic mobsters? Well, no, gang members. Is oh. how I mean that, yes. Yeah, because like, yeah. if you're Italian, you're a mobster. I forgot what they were called, but like the, yeah. the Satan's Disciples or something like that. But That's what John ran with. <laughs> John ran with the Satan's Disciples. Yeah, John was in a gang. <laughs> John, what, what was your gang called, John? Satan's Disciples. The animals. The animals. That's what they were. They fought was the it? Satan's disciples. It was like a, a version of I think uh, the animals West Side Story. Animals and Satan's disciples have like uh, <laughs> they they have beef. You warriors are good. The best. <laughs> um, the Satan's disciples and the animals are like West Side Story. Yeah, they're like the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah, the animals beef. were like a '60s rock band. That's true. When so I picture true. the animals, I, like a gang called the animals, I picture like the movie Grease. Yeah, oh, oh, that's scores. all I can think or, of. Or West Side Story. I think it's more like, West Side Story yeah. where you snap. Yeah, they're snapping fingers. Because they weren't gangs in Grease. They were just dopes that were in like a little group. Okay, they were not. Yeah. They weren't like stabbing people with switchblades or anything. No, they. Danny Zuko never stabbed anybody. No, all, all they all they did was grease up their hair and, and try to look. good. <laughs> like, Are you can, saying John stabbed someone? Uh, what I'm saying is that Kaniki never stabbed anybody. Okay. Is what I'm telling you. Yeah, but he did Im- Im- impregnate What's-Her-Face. He didn't. At the end of the movie, they find out she uh, wasn't I, I, I think she quietly had an abortion. That's Rizzo, by the way. Yeah, Rizzo. And she probably had an abortion. You're right. Yeah. Certainly did. Well, probably. But I'm that not- was the 50s. You couldn't say that, right? Nope. You, you had to say, oh, I'm not pregnant. It's like, no. yeah, you're not pregnant anymore. Here's an important question. Do you guys prefer Olivia Newton-John in Greece early when she's wearing poodle skirts or at the end of the movie where she's wearing the leather pants and everything else. I like poodle skirt uh, a little I prefer that, too. No, I, I'm, I'm all about the leather pants. I normally like, a, uh, I like them a little dirty. <laughs> like we were talking about, you and I were talking about this, and we talked about Touch it the gutter, a man. week or two ago on the show. Brittany Murphy in, in a, a Mile, mile is stupid, like... Stupid, yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm all into that trash. I mean, she's so nasty. Well, let me tell you this. You know who the ultimate white trash chick ever is? Is Jamie Presley. Oh, yeah. There's no greater white... Have you ever seen the, the movie, the, the one with... Um, the, the, the Jerry Springer movie, it was called Ringmaster. No. She's, like, getting down with her stepdad in that movie, and it's a, a Jerry Springer movie. It's not. It's not, but I was really into it. If it's, and, a chick, uh, if it's a chick you wouldn't hook up with without a condom, that's hot. Like, I, I agree, 100%. Like, if you're like, man, 
Well, I really, I really want her, but I don't have a rubber. Well, well, Jamie Preston. Like, that's how you know they're really hot. And my name is Earl. Yes. My name is Earl. She's great. Because, like, Brittany Murphy in 8 Mile, I would. Yes. But I would not without a rubber. Like, there's no way. How how drunk are you? I mean, I I don't know. I would do that super. I'm just saying. Sober. I'm just saying because that sober. is a factor. I'm sorry. I I'm saying oh, but, sober. I would require. A but condom. when 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 would you ever try to hook up with somebody like that sober? Uh, all the right time. now. No, that's flawed. That's flawed thinking. <laughs> Yesterday is the answer. Uh, I would have hooked up with her right after I caught her banging the the rapper in the uh, in the studio. Or like, what about Kim Basinger in she Eight Mile? She was also hot too. She, like yep. they walk in, she's getting railed on the couch. Yeah. By Rabbit. And she's mad that rabbits are banging this guy. Yeah. Kim yeah. Basinger in anything for me. But here's Kim the Basinger's thing, though, Fred. You're, yeah. you're old, and that's fine. But Kim Basinger was your age in Batman 1989. No. Yes, she was. She was like, no. I think no. she's my age in Batman. Yeah, she was like 40 in but, Batman 1989. Right. It, Fred is like Adam West's age. <laughs> so it, you can. He's, um, like, he's like Eartha Kitt's age. <laughs> All right, so I hooked up with Eartha Kitt. What's the right. big deal? So what? Deal. Burgess Meredith and I ran a train on Eartha Kitt. All right, well, so what? No, it was a threesome, and you know, I, I kind of split Burgess in half. It was an accident. You know, he's a little, he's a wee lad. He's small. Broke his hip. It happens. Oh, oh you guys God, are terrible. That's fantastic, are terrible. though. No, but Kim Basic, let me ask you a question. We had this discussion in the golf cart today. How do you feel about Sharon Stone? Um. Sharon Stone, I was totally into until uh, Goodfellas. She was in Casino, right? She casino, not Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I hated her where she's like, well, she down banged, with she banged the little Pesci. guy. She got with Pesci. Yeah, yeah, she banged the little guy. I'm out. I'm was, sorry, but she was old when she was in all those movies too, though. Yeah, she was in a movie with one of the Baldwin brothers called Sliver, and like, like the guy's got all the cameras in her house, and he's watching her, and they bone. Fantastic movie. Is it true that you like Olivia Newton-John in leather because it reminds you of Rob Halford? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And, and frankly, once I found out, as I found out with Judas Priest that all the songs were about guys, it kind of changed my opinion. Yeah, because all of a sudden you were like, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. And, I mean, how do, I, how do you not know that? Grinder looking for meat. Huh? How do you not know that? They have an album, Point of Entry, and it's basically a butt. You know, I, I don't know how I... But, how, they, how they slipped that one But I you. found out that Olivia Newton-John was into women, and it just kind of ruined it for me. Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, in. yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, it's cool whatever you're into. You're it's, st- it's just if we're, if we're looking for the same thing, I don't really want to bang you. Uh-huh. I so. like Olivia Newton-John a lot. So, nine and a half weeks. Kim oh, Singer. God, nine and a half weeks is one of my favorite movies ever. Except it was... You know, Mickey Rourke. Well, but. here's the thing about Mickey Rourke. He used to be handsome, and then he became this ogre of a human. Mm. See, I liked I liked him in, like, that. Cocaine's and, a hell and, of a What was drug. that? Diner. In Diner. He was a good-looking guy in Diner. And then he just uh, became this Steve giant. Steve Gutenberg was in Diner, remember? Yeah. Every, that, that's Dan, a callback uh, to earlier uh, in the week. Daniel, what's his name, was in uh, Diner. The guy that did the, the narration on The Wonder Years. So... Apparently, uh, some guy named Houston was hanging out with Granado, so he gets a, he gets a shout out. Houston was the guy who we hit golf balls for earlier. One yeah. of the guys. That's the guy who J- Josh owes him three golf balls. Well, I'm not going to pay him back. Well, you said you would. Just so. Well, I'm not today. <laughs> 
I just don't have golf balls sitting around in my pocket. Well, I do, but I'm not going to give them one. Well, it's too bad we couldn't bet on that because we would have done it at my bookie, and we would have bet on how many shots it would have taken Josh to not hit it in the water. And if you had under four, you lost. Well, I mean, I hit the first ball in the water. And the second and the third. So if you bet under four, you were a loser. And that's too bad. But, uh, guys, all kinds of stuff you can bet on my bookie. Uh, Horses, you want to bet soccer. You want to follow Jerry Bow on Twitter and get his soccer picks. You want to bet college basketball, college football. My bookie has you covered. And one of the things that I'm really into now is is the in-game wagering. I know Josh is big on that, too. I love it. Uh, It's great. Especially, like, I'm telling you, Tulsa this weekend, second half, hammer them. Well, that, that has been gold all year long. Well, yesterday, I know it's outdated now, but uh, there was a, I think the lead was 12 in that uh, Texas-North Carolina basketball game. 16. Half, it was 16 and a half. And then I took uh, plus nine and a half for uh, North Carolina. They lost by Boom. two. Bam. Boom. And uh, that's what you can do at my bookie. Parlays, everything, it's all there. And uh, join today. They're going to match your first deposit 50%, just enter promo code RADIO. That's promo code radio. MyBookie.ag. You bet you win, they pay. MyBookie. This ain't no good talk, it's just a clock. My God told me to promise you gon' squeeze me. Better let me go today, you need. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Watch it live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central, only on pay-per-view. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Well, here I am. Uh, Fred and AJ have no idea where they are. They're out just making their way around. But we are out here at uh, Wildcat having a good time. What is what is Granado doing? Everybody's out here. We're having a good time. So we're hanging out. Where the hell did Fred and AJ go? They must have gone to the This was the short. Aaron, this was the shortest break ever. Here, it's the same as all the other ones when we have a live read. Here. Oh, well, I don't know. Everybody disappeared. I'm lucky I was just sitting here drinking. Okay, but see, this is what happens when they are out on a remote and there's I'm alcohol I'm fine with involved. that. They're they a good just, time. They're hobnobbing with people. It's a good time. Yeah, but they're Josh, like the little what? golden retriever who all of a sudden yeah. sees his favorite toy across the room and walks Fred. over and then sees another one even further away. They just disappear. <laughs> oh, oh, Fred's stop. here now. Fred's here. I'm here. Good. Fred came back. And we got and we got Tim with us from Wildcat. We got Tim. Yeah. Hi, Tim. How we doing, Josh? Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm rocking and rolling, man. I, know, I, I love Wild. I told I told you guys this, I love Wildcat. I played here a billion times. I love it. I know you're not you're not even supposed to be here. Not anymore. <laughs> I should have left two hours ago. <laughs> Fred and AJ just they walked away and they're not here and you're picking it up. Well, there's a line in the bathroom now because everybody's getting in. That's also the, the bathroom oh smells gosh. a bit. Uh, no, I can't. It smell wasn't it. me. Well, it no, because because I, I have my mask on and my mask smells like weed when I go in there. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I don't know how that happened or uh, why, but uh, man, I, I got to say that I love this course, and it's funny because uh, yeah. How often did you used to play when you were doing oh the my paper God. stuff? Well, I uh, Gosh, he used to play here. Every but I hadn't day, seen him in ten day. years. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen him. He yeah. used to play all the time. Because I've heard you say you used to play every day. Yeah. Well, Jerome and I hung out one day. Jerome and I used to play pretty much five days a week back in the day. 
Yeah, because we didn't have to work until like five o'clock, so we'd come out and play. And so what was like? I don't understand how the the newspaper business works. So you didn't work until the games happened. Basically. Well, I mean, I, I worked nights, so I, I I would go in at five. I'd work till two, and then I'd get up and I'd usually come out here around nine and play eighteen, twenty seven, whatever I could. God, play. that's the living. Oh, it didn't suck. Except the 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 job was miserable. But uh, but yeah, I but now I have to say after being out here again. Oh, AJ's back. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> I got the uh, I got the bug again, You got man. the itch? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to start playing again. I got to get my clubs back from Canada. I got to get them shipped back down. Did you have a uh, handicap? Uh, at my best I was a 6. Oh, damn. But oh. now I would be lucky to break 120. Well, then you and I would hang out together and have a good time. But but I'm I'm one of those people that drunk. Josh, I think you're more my speed than Fred's speed. Well, well, what is your although, hand? Uh, although Fred, no, that, no, well, no, I said one twenty. No, I I can now. do one twenty. I can do that's, that. That's where I'm. I, like, if I break a hundred, it's a good day on the course for me. Like a real good day. Oh, absolutely, me too. That's how it's always been for me. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever broken into the eighties. So on, honestly. Like, the, you know, the satisfaction of hitting, like, a good chip shot onto the green? I don't get any of that. No. The only thing that makes me happy is hitting the ball really hard off the tee. Because you're a mongoloid. I am. You're a total mongoloid. I am. And that's why you, you're into that's that. That's all I well, care about. Uh, and, and Tim will yeah. appreciate this. The reason yeah, and I, I hate that. putting. I hate it. Yeah, he just wants to hit the ball hard. You're yeah. like a, you're, you're a freaking Frankenstein. I like par fives, all right? Yeah. Rip it and rip it. Well, you know what piss me off the most when you get up to the par three and they're like, I probably tee off with an eight iron here. What? <laughs> what's, the, what's the point? I can't hit that. What's the point of playing if we're teeing off with an eight iron? I know. Josh, listen to me. Yes. I told both these guys, Fred and AJ, I said, you guys never come play at Wildcat anymore. Come play golf. Come play golf. Will, I will gladly come play it's golf. It's okay. It's free. My wife likes to come ride on. around. My wife likes come to play. ride around. I, I, I'll tell you what. I will. Uh, let's go play golf one day. You know what? I'll bring my wife. She wants to get yeah, a tan. You know what? Let's, let's, let's take a day off and come out here and play and drink. Absolutely. My wife, she, like, she bought all these skirts and everything to go golf. She doesn't golf. She just rides mm. on the cart. I bought my I wife will, golf clubs once for our okay. anniversary. How'd that go over? It didn't go great. Yeah. She doesn't play golf. <laughs> She was really pissed about that gift. <laughs> no, I, I, I will call my in-laws uh, and get my club ship back down here so that I can play. Because the, the reason I left them up there is I thought I'd be back in Canada. And when I go there, there's a course at the uh, lake that we stay at for two weeks. Nick. And I have a, a pilot friend of mine, and she and I get drunk and play like 45 holes a day. And we do that for like two weeks. And then I don't play again the rest of the year. Well, that sounds like a good time. And by the end of it, I'm, I'm back to shooting in the 30s. And I'm like, okay, I'm back into golf, and then I don't play. Fred, what do you do? What do you do in your spare time? Uh, I'm, I have some projects I'm working on. For AJ, me. what's he do? Uh, he watches. He watches Netflix. I do watch. Netflix. <laughs> He's watched the entire Netflix. Uh, He's yeah. watched the Lady Chess Show four times. Yes. Queen's Gambit. Oh, that movie's le- that's legit. That show is really good. Oh. I have to say. Did you not like that? He hasn't watched it yet. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, you got to watch it. I don't it. have time. I haven't seen it either. I'm too busy. I'm too busy uh, playing golf. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about this documentary where like this doctor inseminates people, and he inseminated like thousands of women or something like that in Vegas. Hell yeah! It's oh, called there. Baby Doctor. Or yeah, something. there was a there was a Law and Order episode based on that. Well, I'm watching that tonight because I got it on the DVR. Oh, and it's yeah. going down. It, it, for SVU, real. SVU tonight. SVU is a very depressing show. I know. By the way, and you know what? It's like I was so excited that that and Chicago PD were back, 
and they're all about the Rona and the race riots and everything. And I'm like, dude, come on. I don't want to do this it's anymore. It's depressing. No. I mean, of course, it's, I mean, it's about rape, so it's going to be depressing. Yes. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure I want to bang Benson anymore. <laughs> what about Stabler? Uh, if I were drunk enough. Yeah, he's handsome. He's been gone for a while. He's actually doing a spinoff. What I don't about Anthony that. Anderson? No. Uh, no. He was on, like, the original, no. uh, they, they, like, the no. end of the original Law & Order, Anthony Anderson. Uh, Rollins, uh, played by Kelly Giddish, is my next ex-wife. Ask me how many episodes of Law & Order I've ever seen. I'm guessing zero. That's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, uh, the, the reason I quit playing golf was, uh, in fact, it was probably right after I was here. The tour championship was at Champions, and the day after, they let the media play on the exact same course. And I played the round of my life and shot a 79, which was three shots better than David Duvall had done the day before. Well, you're better than David Duvall. Then why'd you quit? Because I said, you know what? I'll never top this, and the rest of my life, it's going to be frustration. I'm done. I mean, one time I shot a 97, and I said, you know what? I'll never top this. (laughs) And you know what? I haven't come close to that. I haven't either. I don't think I've broken 90 since then. I I mean, come on. (laughs) Fred, Fred, that's a lame-ass excuse. Oh, yeah, I was, but. Come on. I will say, though, like Josh and I were riding around today, and we didn't even have clubs. We were randomly stopping off and hitting golf balls for people. It is fun to ride around and drink beer and, and hit an occasional golf ball. It is. I'm for that. Well, I, dirty little secret, I get better the drunker I get as far as hitting yeah. the ball. But not at radio. Uh, no, well, <laughs> I suck at radio anyway. I'm talking about golf. Oh, okay. But I thought you were talking about radio. The only problem is, like, I'm usually a really good putter. But when I get drunk, I can't putt. I, I, I'll, I'll miss a one-footer. It, it's hilarious. Like I'll, I'll hit two perfect shots, easy birdie range, and then I'll three-putt. Like, like here's my problem. I'll drive one 250 right down the middle, and I'll quadruple bogey because my wedge will go 40 yards the other yeah. way, and then golf, I can't putt. Golf gets harder the closer you get to the hole, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. What's yeah. a pro tip on that? Yeah. Golf, golf or like <laughs> do better. Golf, no, it's try not like, to suck. It's just no, like yeah, a woman. Right. It's just that's like right. a woman. The closer you get to the hole, the more difficult it is. That's exactly that's what it truth. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And by the hole, I mean, obviously, like the, uh, I, I don't know what I meant. Yeah, the hole, the pin. The I pin. think I know exactly what you meant. Right. in the golf hole. Yeah. Practice uh, or drink more. Either one. That's the goal. Because if you drink enough, yep. you don't even care. Drink more, exactly. you don't care, and then you're fine. What was the it's winning score today? AJ, I, I don't know. They're not in yet. I'm sure somebody cheated and it was 23 under or something. I don't know. Yeah, I set the over under at 52. Somebody will turn in a 52. A 52? Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll well, be they're the, liars. No, then. but it'll be yes. the very last group that comes yeah. in because they'll have some guy in here spotting and they'll be like, oh, okay, 53 is the best score. All right, here's a 52. I feel like those yeah. marshals should be out there watching people to make sure they don't <laughs> cheat. Well, yeah, if you're going to be a marshal, and you should be able to shoot them if you can. Like, what's them, right? the job of the marshal, the really? The marshal? Helps keep the place, pace of play up. Make like, sure nobody's okay. driving on the green, on the tee boxes. It's not to check the score and everything. Maybe but, you should add that to their job duties. It's 2020. People are like, they were worried about job security. Say, listen, you like being a marshal? We got to add a little bit to your plate. All right, all right. Yeah, that's fair. You need to hire some. In some, these tournaments, yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Some, Ray, some Raylan Givens types mar- marshals, though. That, that's Raylan what we need. Givens, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, you're I'm, cheating. Yeah. Yeah. You're dead. Exactly. I was well within my rights, sir. Well, I will say this. The course looks great. 
and being yeah. down here it certainly makes me want to come out and play. So I, I've got your number. I'm gonna I'm I won't abuse the privilege like John Granado does. <laughs> but I, I will I will use the privilege. Yeah, I, I will too. It's definitely going to happen. You can. And, um, and you know what? Tell tell people a little bit about the history of the course because somebody was asking me. Oh, I see that they've got oil out here. Well, that's yeah. The oil wells are nothing to do with us. The golf course was built twenty years ago. It's on an old landfill, thirty six holes. Um, we opened it in two thousand one. I got here in two thousand four. Um, we've got two courses. You know, thirty six holes. We've been doing great. We've got a lot of rolling hills. We've got a great location right here near downtown off 288, Nalmeda. Um, you know, and we just want everybody to come out and play. It's been great, Fred. You play. Oh, you God. Know, and, you. I, and I'll tell you what, one of the best views of the city is from your driving range. Yeah. Uh, VNRG and downtown medical yep. center. Uh, it, it's just a cool place, and it's incredibly close for people like me who live close to downtown. Um, and man, it's just a great course, and and I miss it, and I, I will be I will be back out here. I promise. You need you. to come back out. Yeah, definitely. You and AJ. AJ never plays. We're not going to come together though. Josh, Josh never I, plays. Listen, Josh I'll, won't play. I'll, I'll play. No, I'll play with uh, Josh and I. I'll play. I will not play with AJ. Why? Why is that? Because I can't stand him. Because he's a mongoloid. No, I have to see him all. The time. No, actually, we're. You see him too much? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> too much. It, you know, it, it's the same thing with my wife. I mean, we've, we've been doing the show together about as long as I've been married. I can't stand either one of them. You know, so I'm new to the party. And I have, so sex, I have sex with Fred the same amount that his wife does. So exactly. 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 The whole yeah. zero. Yeah. <laughs> so 18 holes will be 18 more than I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Have nothing no, to but no. Actually, it'd be great. I, I, I don't mind playing with you AJ. You should, Fred, but yeah. you're not going to play. No, I will. I you're will. You're talking. You need to. I, if you guys, I'll you do it. Come play. No, Josh, we will. I'll be here. Come play. You, you, you I'll give, play all day. Give me a week to get my clubs back. Assume, assuming my damn in-laws. Are, oh no, geez, we can't be mailing those to you. It's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's got From issues the, at home that we Canada? don't know about. Yeah, they, they're in Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, because. Uh, I, I go up there every summer, and so I just left them there because that's I play. They're at, in Canada, eh? Oh, jeez. Eh? <laughs> Clearwater Lake, Saskatchewan, eh? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But, Is that in Regina? Uh, it's three hours from Regina. Okay. Well, just I like I am. Fred is not in the Regina. <laughs> it's, a ha- it's a hair away from Regina. <laughs> yeah. It's a Regina hair. Uh, it might as well be three from hours. From Regina. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I'll get them sent down and. Uh, either that or I have to, because see, I'm, I'm left-handed and I can't find clubs that work for me. I will be honest; I don't like playing in the cold and I don't like playing in the hot. Oh, I'll play in anything. <laughs> you it's kind of like it's kind of like my motorcycle. I like I like to take it out when it's when the weather's nice. Not uh, hot. Uh, no, I actually I was out here one time and basically was the priest from Caddyshack. I mean, it's just pouring, and I'm playing so great I wouldn't quit. Yeah, the good Lord would never do anything to mess with the and, greatest yeah. game of my and life. And I hit a drive, and it just splashes because there's so much water in the fairway, and it doesn't go anywhere. And finally, the guy I'm playing with, the lightning's going. The guy I'm playing with says, dude, this is insane. I'm like, yeah, but I'm drunk. It's okay. It makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, yeah, we quit at 15. Uh, and it, but it was a great round from what I remember. Then we came in here and drank. So, All right. <laughs> we need a break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Oh, oh, ESPN 97.5. 
This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And hey, we're back we on the blitz. There you go. We're all back. It's uh, taking a picture of my man, Dr. Linville. Thanks. Oh, that's Doc Linville? That's Doc L. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Uh, his hair looks great, too. So, all right. He's got some nice hair. He really does. Wow. He's got some uh, nice dude, hair. Dude, I was like, oh, my God, that's a hair doctor, and that's what he's rocking. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, that is good. Yeah, he's uh, he's a great dude, and... Uh, a good friend besides being the guy who gave me hair back. So, always pleased with that. Um, we're supposed to have Brad here, right? Okay, let's go to Brad Powers. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good photo. Uh, our guy, Brad Powers, who uh, you can follow on Twitter at BradPowers7, BradPowersSports.com. So, Brad, I think the coolest thing this week is uh, BYU and Coastal Carolina happening um, that they managed to put that together that fast when Liberty couldn't play. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I agree. I mean, well, it kind of makes uh, you know the, the whole scheduling college football game out ten years in advance makes make, so that kind of a, a mockery. But I, I thought you know the, the number that was originally hung is pretty good. I mean, I, I just, the people were asking me when there was rumors flying last night, what would you make it? And I said, Nah, BYU ten sounds good to me. Uh, you know, a lot of money coming in already on the over. I'll, I'll caution people with that. I mean, if you look at tempo and pace, very slow tempos. I mean, the efficiency for both offenses off the charts for both teams, but tempo is going to be slow. I mean, it's it's just a notch or two above a service academy as far as the pace of the game. So I, I'll say I disagree a little bit with, with all that over money that's coming in here. If push came to shove, I would actually lay the 10 with BYU. I Especially in the second half with those 22-year-old uh, men that are 300 pounds. Coast Carolina hasn't seen anything like that in the Sun Belt so far this season. So lean BYU for me. Yeah, I, I, I just curious where you, how you have them power ranked because mine have BYU basically about 13. So I'm kind of with you on the lay in the 10. Uh, where, where do you have those? Ten and a half is my number, a pure power rating number. Brad, a, a, a solid matchup, Wisconsin and Indiana. I was telling Fred the other day, I, I think without without the quarterback, without Penix, you're, you're talking about an Indiana team that doesn't have a whole lot else. He's really covered up kind of a lot of their flaws. Do you think that this 14 number is too much, or, or do you think maybe we're, we're actually getting value on a, on a Wisconsin team against Indiana here that you, you never would have expected, uh, but, but without that quarterback, it's just a different game? Uh, good question. I'd actually still lean Indiana. I think they're still halfway decent defensively uh, that'll keep them in the game. And look, I'm not, you know, Graham Mertz had a great opening game against Illinois. Since then, he's left a lot to, to be desired if you watched his last two games quarterback for Wisconsin. Uh, Indiana, I, I downgraded quarterback, obviously, but it's not like a, a typical Indiana backup. Uh, the, the name is Jack Tuttle. He's a four star recruit. You don't get that too often at Indiana. Uh, I thought he was efficient last week coming in, so I actually lean with the Hoosiers plus 14. So, uh, so many games canceled now, and, and we're seeing so many changes. 
uh, like UH again this week winds up canceled. How do you deal with a team like that if they come back and play in a couple weeks? How has your handicapping changed when teams have to be off for you know two or three weeks and then come back and play a game? I have got to do the homework on it. Uh, and, and you guys remind me, I think it's the second time you guys remind me. Uh, from what I've seen, I don't have the, the exact data to back it up. It, it's been a little bit of a negative. I would say it's been more negative than a positive. I would ex- say, especially early, I've seen a little bit of, of you know teams kind of be a little slow out of the gate. So uh, early gut instinct is maybe to fade these teams first half uh, until they get it going. But I don't think it's a positive. Uh, I'll put it that way. I want to ask you about Notre Dame because I I think unless they get blown out by Clemson, they're they're in the playoff. Uh, is this Notre Dame team really different, or is this just a product of the Rona here? No, I think they're different. Uh, I mean, you, you have better quarterback play than what they've probably had ever uh, under you know Brian Kelly. So so that's one. They're really old, and I think that helps specifically to this year. Uh, meaning, I mean, they got a bunch of, of seniors and fifth year seniors. Uh, on the offensive line, which helps. Uh, you know, they, they don't have a lot of holes. Uh, their game, their style of play, uh, of running the football and wearing you down and not giving up the big play on defense, I, I'm not saying it's bulletproof, and I'm not saying you can't have if you're in Alabama or Clemson success against it, but it, it, it's tough to get margin on a team when they can control the football on you, and they, they certainly own the line of scrimmage even against Clemson. So, yeah, it's the best Notre Dame team since probably 1993, since uh, you know the, the Lou Holtz heyday. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they're legitimate. Now, with that being said, I still think they're going to be a significant underdog to Clemson in the rematch. I would put that spread at around nine or ten, and then you know if they do end up playing in Alabama in the playoff, they're going to be even a bigger underdog in that game. What about Texas A&M, who uh, they're, they're giving six and a half right now to an Auburn team, the last real, you know, get real game that they've got on the schedule and, and obviously a must win for them. What do you think of that number? Do you think that Auburn is, is improved enough over the course of the season that they can push A&M? Or is A&M, are, are we really kind of overhyping the one, you know, the Florida win and, and maybe A&M's not as great as we've all thought? I'm in the latter. I overhyping the Florida game. Uh, I look, they beat Florida. That, that that's fine, all fine and dandy. That's a really good win, one of the better wins of the season. But uh, and they crushed South Carolina when it was clear that South Carolina waved the white flag on Will Muschamp. Last week was not impressive at all against LSU, uh, and the same LSU team that Auburn destroyed a few weeks ago. Uh, and Auburn usually one game a year they, they play out of their mind. Maybe it was the LSU game this year, but usually it's when their backs up against it. Gus Malzahn can, can pull a game out. He usually does it against Alabama or in the home underdog role, where he's six and one against the spread the last five years, and they've won five of them outright. I, I don't justify A and M being a touchdown favorite here. I, I thought the line would come more close to a field goal. I, I think A and M three is my number and. You know, because of that, I think there's significant value on the Tigers. The uh, the the other team that I kind of got their uh, dream crushed over the weekend, Texas. Uh, they're giving seven at Kansas State. We're seeing guys, team captains, opt out of the rest of the season with Texas. It just seems like they're kind of rolling over and dying. Is this a spot where there's some value on K State? Well, we've seen that. I mean, remember this line got up to ten, and then when the opt outs came. 
that's when you saw heavy money come in on Kansas State, which is saying something because Kansas State has been bet against in the marketplace each of the last couple of weeks uh, against Baylor and also Iowa State. So heavy money has come in on Kansas State. Um, when you could have played 10, do, do I recommend you going all in on plus seven? No, but that would be the only way I'd go here. They've owned Texas as far as against the spread. They're 12 and three against the number in the series here the last 20, uh, 20 years that they've uh, played them consistently since they joined the Big 12. But, uh, yeah, when, when you have team captains, specifically multiple year starters saying adios, uh, I think that's kind of a, you know, you're getting a peek into what that overall vibe is in that locker room which isn't good right now. Brad, one of my favorite plays all year has been uh, live betting Tulsa whenever they get down in the first half. Uh, d- does Navy <laughs> have enough? Out. Oh, yeah, I've been, I've been killing it with that. Does Navy have enough to get them down so that I'll be able to do that this week? Ooh, I don't know. If they can only put seven points on the board on Memphis's defense, I'm not a big Navy guy. So uh, th- 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 I think it's going to be tough for you to get some great value on Tulsa. but. It's certainly worth a shot. You know, Tulsa hasn't been playing a lot of games consistently, and, you know, Navy's got that option, and maybe it takes you a possession or two to get adjusted to it. So it's not one of your worst plays, I can tell you that. (laughs) Uh, I think there's a decent opportunity, but are they going to get down 14 or 21 like uh, Tulsa has in a bunch of games this year? I'm not not sure that I see that, but I could see them giving up an early score and being down, you know, seven. Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Brad, you're, you're, you're bowling green. Three-point oh, three point dogs against Akron, hapless Akron. Is it the time to bet on the zips? Are the, are, is bowling green that awful that we have to bet on the zips? Oh, wow. I, I can't bet the game, guys. If you're betting this one, wow. I, I, gotta, I tip the cap to you. I mean, don't, this, don't tip your cap because I am betting it. <laughs> Just, yeah, I'm not betting it either. I made it three, so... As long as it's three, uh, no bet. If two and a half, I'd probably lean Akron. I mean, this, I obviously, I went to Bowling Green. I grew up in the area. I'm very familiar with it. It's the worst team in the history of Bowling Green football. Uh, and the fact that they're an underdog to a team that's lost 21 straight games. I certainly don't want to lay points with a, a team that's lost 21 straight games, and they're 4-17 and 17 against the spread Akron during the stretch. But I'm not taking it with BG. I mean, this is... Uh, it's so bad, guys. I mean, I was a very loyal supporter. I'm a proud alumnus, and, and I gave money to that university even after I left for several years. It is, that football program is so bad the last four or five years, I stopped donating to the university. Well, probably uh, that, that's probably pretty telling then. But, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, hey, Brad, but we, uh, we had that. We were talking about A&M and their, their performance against Florida, and I was kind of disappointed in Florida last week. Uh, I, I thought that they had an opportunity to really put up some style points against Kentucky, a bad Kentucky team, and they and they really didn't. They're, they're minus seventeen and a half this week at Tennessee in a game. That I'm guessing preseason, this number might have been closer to ten. But uh, is, is there value now on this on this Volunteers team? I would lean that way. Preseason number was seven. Uh, I remember seeing at, at spots. Uh, so yeah, there's been a. You know, significant adjust, most adjustments of downgrade on Tennessee. I'd take the 17 and a half though. I mean, it wasn't just the Kentucky game. Florida didn't really, wasn't overly impressive against Vanderbilt either. Uh, so it's been two weeks in a row that Florida, uh, has not met expectation in my opinion. And Tennessee, man, 17 and a half 
Uh, it's just too much for me. I know Tennessee lost five straight games. They failed to cover five straight games, but they could have covered against Auburn. There was a 100-yard interception return touchdown that dreaded 14-point swing. They're playing horribly, but not, not bad enough where they should be catching 17.5 points against a team they should be somewhat motivated to play against. All right, one more before we let you go. Are we buying low on Oregon after the loss last week? I'm not buying them. I mean, I'll tell you, the last couple of weeks, I very disappointing. It started with the UCLA game against a backup quarterback where they should have lost that game. And Man, that defense last week, that was legitimate. It wasn't nothing fluky about them losing to Oregon State. I mean, Oregon State put up over 500 yards against them. I, I California's sitting there at 0-3, but they've lost a couple of, of close games here the last couple of weeks. I think they can hang within the number. Uh, I'm not buying Oregon at all. All right, that's our man Brad Powers. Follow him on Twitter at BradPowers7. Go check out his website. It's, it's terrific, BradPowersSports.com. Brad, great stuff as always, brother. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Best of luck. All right. All right, I got to tell you guys about the fight coming up this weekend. Saturday night, guys, Errol Spence Jr., uh, Texas's own Errol Spence Jr., taking on Danny Garcia in the biggest pay-per-view fight of the year. It's all going down on Saturday night on pay-per-view. Uh, Errol Spence, as you know, we talked about it yesterday, on top of the world, guy who was had everything going his way, got in a car wreck, kind of put, put things in jeopardy for a while. He's back, his first fight back against Danny Garcia, and this is not, a, this is not an easy fight for his first fight back. Danny Garcia is a... Uh, a, a a legit threat, and we're, we're talking about a guy who's 36-2, and two, 21 knockouts, and the guys that have beat him are literally the, the top of the pile in this welterweight division. So it's going to be a fantastic fight. Errol, the truth, Spence, risking it all, puts his title on the line against Philly's own Danny Swift Garcia in the biggest fight of the year. Uh, undefeated Errol Spence, got to put it all on the line. Goes down this Saturday, December 5th, on pay-per-view. Buy it now on foxsports.com slash ppv and watch it on any screen you want. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Watch it live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central, only on pay-per-view. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz live here at Wildcat. And I, I think 18 under is the best score I've seen, which is what, 54? 54, that's yeah, right. Yep. I'm telling you, some, somebody's going to bring in a 52. Probably the guys who just walked in. Ooh. No, there's guys leaving. They have they have alcohol. Yeah. They're leaving. Oh, yeah, they good Four Roses stuff. That's Ooh. good stuff. Thank you, man. All right, have a good one. So uh, let's... Let's do the uh, Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. AJ, when I mention Sweden or Swedish women, what do you think of? Just uh, Tiger Woods' wife. Hot's wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon. Elon Nordgren. Uh, I, I think of hot blonde women. 
and relatively nice people, right? Ooh, what about uh, Lagatha from Vikings? Okay, maybe not. What? But that yeah. was hot. No, yeah. but I mean, sure. not nice. She was hot. Yeah. But, yeah, she could kill you, but that yeah. was hot. That kind of made well, it hot. It is a little sexy, but I mean, we don't think of Swedish people as bad, right? No. No, I guess not. Okay, well, as with everything, there is a caveat. Police in Stockholm are invest. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, that Swedish guy in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo yeah. that raped her. He was a bad guy. That was a bad guy. This is a bad woman. Uh, police are investigating a woman in her 70s suspecting of having kept her son locked up in an apartment south of the Swedish capital for 28 years. Well, that's not very friendly. No. Uh, the relative, who was not identified, said that there was urine, dirt, and dust all over the place, and it smelled rotten. Damn. Uh, the, the relative heard a noise from the kitchen and found the man sitting on blankets and pillows. He had no teeth, sores on his legs. His speech was slurred. She locked him up for 28 years. Sounds hot. You like that? Yeah. Do you? You want to be locked up for 28? Was she taking care of him for those 20? Uh, Apparently not. No teeth. Uh, I mean taking care of him. uh, Well, it's her kid. (laughs) Oh. He was 41 years old. He spent 28 years of his life locked in a room with no teeth. Well, that's gross. Yeah. I, I don't feel like that's a Swedish story. I, I could see Germans doing that. I, I could see New Jersey doing Jer- that. Florida. Yeah, Florida, man. China. Um, a lot of places, really. Yeah. Trinidad, not Tobago, but Trinidad. Yeah, Tobago's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Haiti. Not the U.S. Virgin Islands, but the other Virgin Islands. Oh, the Islands. British Virgin yeah, Islands. Yeah, absolutely. Wild stuff going on. Because those, those Brits, yeah, 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 yeah. not good. Anyway, that's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. Now that we've offended pretty much everybody. The gym Namibia. Of the day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Eatock Jeweler Gym uh, of the Day. Nick, Nick will tell you, those gypsies, eh? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> gypsies. This is the work of gypsies. This is the, the gypsies that take over everything. See, you guys always joke about Nick being African-American. Nick is, Nick is my African American. Well, but but and he's eating now, so I can't ask him this. But I kind of feel like Egypt is the Middle East. It's not Africa. It's Africa. That that's how I. I mean, I because I look at Nick as one of my people. And Lamont Lamont raised this question on like on the Josh Innes show. Apparently, like everybody, you're right. Egypt is like referred to as the Middle East, but it is in Africa. But most people don't make that reference. You know what I mean? Well, they yeah, I don't. Like, I don't think of it as is Africa. I, I if, think you know. If Nick were black, you would think of it as an Africa. Is Africa? You, you, you're if, thinking of Africa as the color of the skin. No, I'm it's just very if, racist. No, though, I'm thinking of, of countries that don't like Israel. Africans can come in different in different shapes and sizes and colors. If Nick is an African American, but if you say that to someone else who's an African American, like if I were were to say, "Hey, I'm an African American," they get offended. By the way, that's on them, bro. You you're because I've done that before, like as a joke. You're credentialed. I'm a credentialed African American. Yes. I don't think there, I don't think that exists. Hey, if anybody gives you hell about it, you tell them I said it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Even when you're not present, yeah, it's fine. Do you use the Suez Canal? I don't. Your people, <laughs> they do. They okay, do. then you're Middle Eastern. Okay, I would agree with that. I, I I always say middle. I never say African. I always say Middle Eastern. 
But people are like, that's like saying, uh, I think Mexico is South America. It's it's close. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, technically, it's North America, but it's pretty close to South America. So we're gonna call no Mexico's in North America. Africa, Egypt is in Africa. You Lam- can't change it. Lamont was like, "How come you guys? How come you say uh, uh, what's it called uh, Egyptian, but you never say African?" I'm like, "Cause I'm Egyptian." Like that's you know what I mean? Like you just narrow it down. That's all. Just yeah. like it's just like us saying we're Texan, we're not American. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. We're yeah. in America, but we're Texan. Of course, the Josh in his show, they, that audience, lo- audience loves to talk about that stuff all the freaking time. Yeah. So I roll with it, and it's fine. But I never, like, if someone asked me, hey, what are you? Are you African-American? I'm not, I'm probably, in a serious note, I'm probably not going to say yes. You know what I mean? I would say Middle Eastern or Egyptian or Texan. You know what I mean? I always would just say half Arabic. Half Arabic? Are you Syrian or are you Lebanese? Because I, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> how does that make you? Uh, well, it's a long story because my family, when my twenty three and me, when my grandfather came over in the late twenties or thirties, they had on his you know how they write down where you were from when you immigrated. Yeah. It said Damascus, Lebanon. Okay, so you're Lebanese then. Well, yes, I think we're Lebanese. Now I've kind of reconnected with some of that family, so I'm pretty sure we're all Lebanese. Okay, but they were from the mountains between. Lebanon and Syria, and at the time there wasn't really defined countries like that. Right. Tribal culture, right? Right, 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 not, right. Not you guys. The Egyptians had it all together. Right, because we're ancient. Right. Know? The rest but, of us all had these tribes. Right. And so, yeah, but... Dang, you see how he just flexed on you, Fred? I uh, know. No, he's, he's, he's like, right. No, we're, we're ancient. ancient. We really are. No. We, no, had, we, had, run, guys, we had running water long before you. No. Well, yeah, because they, yeah, they had the Nile. That thing was running the whole time. Although they, I was called a Berber by Stu Gotts on Twitch, and I didn't even know what it is. I didn't even know what, what is a Berber. Yeah, it's, apparently they're pre-Arab, and they occupied northern Africa before Arabs did. Like Tunis and like Tunisia. Did you, did you get offended by that? No, because I didn't even know what the hell it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's the move. That's fair. I didn't Nick. even know what the hell it was. Nick, you'll always be my African American. I'm, no I'm, I'm all for and, it. And you'll also look always at my be African American. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> He'll also be my Arab brother. So there. So Fred. So Fred. So my last name is Loadici. So what is that? It's Italian. It's Italian. No. You put that Loadici in Loadici. That's yeah. That's, that's Italian. It's not Trinidad. It's Tobago. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, it's but, but when you do it like that, you sound like you gotta, uh, Brad yeah. Pitt trying to pronounce it in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh. <laughs> Fettuccine. Fettuccine, yeah, but he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. Dial the phone. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. 